0: And welcome to another episode of Not Another Bad Movie Podcast. With me, your host, Megan Tripp. Uh, today with me is internet acquaintance and previous uh, Not Another Bad Movie Podcast guest, Sarah F. Decker. Hey, Sarah. Hi,
1: Megan. Thanks for having me back on.
0: Thanks for being back on. So uh, tell me about the uh, movies that you offered up as suggestions <laughs> Because
1: you picked three I did so, This um, is all on you It's a funny coincidence that you uh, you keep having me a Jew uh, On for Christmas episodes
0: um, Yeah, when it comes to July and, and December I'm like, oh my god I'm, bu- I'm putting out two episodes And I never can like plan ahead So I'm always like begging people Somebody come on And Sarah's like, okay And then I'm like, well, obviously it's Christmas Because it's July and it's December <laughs>
1: So, yeah, so then I had to find Christmas movies. Um, I found a truly, like, baffling one about, as far as I can tell, a woman who fucks a mannequin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Holly's Holiday. I don't think I've done that one on the show, but I've definitely seen it. And it is bananas. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so that was tempting. And uh, then there was this one weird, like kind of, like, what's that movie? John Tucker Must Die by, like, Christmas?
0: Yeah, it was, like, Girlfriends of Christmas Past, but instead of, I haven't actually seen that movie, but but I think he just, like, goes back and he sees what a jerk he was, and he's like, oh, man, I was such a jerk. (laughs) And uh, in this one, they're, like, not figments of his past. They, like, are people who come back to, like, I don't know. Yell at him tell them all
1: right (laughs) right it's like a weird combination of like a christmas carol and john tucker must die and it sounds (laughs) baffling also
0: yeah that was confusing
1: but ultimately the movie that i feel like really had to be discussed and watched was mistletoe and minora's the lifetime attempt at combining a christmas and hanukkah movie
0: hooray so it's uh it's one of those shows where we say, Merry Christmas, and I'm gonna say this wrong. What's <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Hag Samea. Hag Samea. Hag Samea. Well, the some of those sounds I made were right. Most of them are wrong.
1: <laughs> the way he puts it is actually correct, in that like you're supposed to kind of go like huh, that, like it's very guttural. Like, you're kind of clearing your throat.
0: There you go. <laughs> Is it at the front or at the end of the word? Both. So it's oh, chag, okay. samayach. <laughs> <laughs> We can move on from this. <laughs> although
1: okay, although it is also a whole thing that I don't actually I I kept meaning to double check this, but I don't think you're actually supposed to say that on Hanukkah because Hanukkah isn't actually a major holiday. Like and Chag refers to I think the like most major holidays. Um so no, I guess yeah. I know I guess actually you do. Okay, apparently some people say would say Chag Sameach for Hanukkah.
0: Okay. What does it mean again?
1: It literally just means happy holiday, but The term Chag really properly tends to refer to like the holidays that then have pretty strict like restrictions on things that you can and can't do, which Hanukkah really doesn't. And also like Hanukkah is is actually a really minor Jewish holiday, which I will talk about later.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So this movie is about a woman named Christy. And I can't tell you what she does. Is she an ad exec or a sales exec? Uh, I
1: guess. I think she's like in sales in a toy company, I guess.
0: Yeah. It's a pretty small toy company. Yeah. Because she ends up having to come up with the ideas and prototyping and... (laughs) She does basically end-to-end service for the toy company. Right,
1: and she wants to switch to the design side, but it's weird because I'm unclear of, like, who's doing the design side now because she is clearly doing all of the work.
0: Yeah, I don't know if she, like, is just not engaging with those people in that department because she wants to try and do it all on her own. Right. Which doesn't really make sense, but...
1: Right. Christy yeah.
0: does what she wants. Yeah.
1: No, this clearly does not seem like how any company works. No. <laughs> that it's just like literally this woman, like alone in her house, like coming up with the entire pitch entirely independently for this one client and never runs it by anyone, including the people who have the job that would actually, like, involve making prototypes.
0: Right. It, yeah. And it's, it's strange. She, she wakes up and she takes a chocolate out of her enormous advent <laughs> calendar. It was gorgeous. It I is. want one. It lights up. And, <laughs> and she... it's like all different wood cuttings
1: on it. And also, like, she's it's getting up amazing. at like six thirty, something like that, every morning. And I will say, maybe I would get up at six thirty in the morning if I had like chocolate to reward me for doing so.
0: <laughs> it's funny. I always get up at like six thirty, six forty five, but I always like snooze and then lay in bed and look at Facebook so it, it I really could just wake up later uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe if I had chocolate on the other side of the room right I would actually get out of bed and like make it to work earlier
1: <laughs> see I get up at six feed my whining cat and then go back to bed <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: great system um but yeah she's had four coffees by 8 15 in the morning <laughs> so I healthy. don't know how her heart hasn't exploded
1: (laughs) i mean you know it must be hard when your only personality is uh, your choice in coffee and christmas
0: yeah i wonder what she's like the rest of the year because obviously this all takes place in december but like she loves christmas so much obviously it's her main thing it's the thing she loves best which sure fine but does she Christmas all year round or does she get into whatever holiday it happens to be is she like super into Arbor Day and she like has wreaths everywhere from cuttings of trees like I don't know we don't know what she's like the rest of the year right
1: and at the end she has a kind of brief reference to Easter so maybe she does get really into every holiday
0: yeah maybe she is very excited about April coming. and it's only December (laughs) um so she, she does the pitch, and it was confusing because I thought she said she already had an idea, and then her boss told her to hold off on specifics during the meeting. Yeah. Am I right on that? Okay. And then the guy
1: asks her for specifics, but then she doesn't have them.
0: It's a weird right. dynamic. Right, and I thought, yeah, I thought she was like, oh, well, I don't want to tell you because my boss told me not to tell you yeah. yet, but, like, I will definitely tell you at a holiday party. But then later in the movie, she's like, all. Oh, concerned like oh my goodness what am I gonna do to pitch him and it's like dude before the meeting even you had an idea what happened to that idea right why can't you use it yeah (laughs) and it's
1: also like weird in that like why is like everybody in this situation on board with like why don't you make this pitch at a party that like your families (laughs) are at and that presumably people would want to actually enjoy as opposed to having work
0: yeah it's Christmas movies, especially ones about, like, advertising, everything has to happen within, like, a few days of Christmas, Uh which in this case ends up being okay because, spoiler for the end, she does pitch an idea, the guy likes it, and he's like, oh, okay, yeah, we can do it for April. Yeah, And she's like, that's a tight turnaround, but sure. (laughs) But, like, usually in these movies it's like, we need to make a winter wonderland photo shoot and we're doing it in December. And it's like, when are you running this magazine or commercial? (laughs) Like you have to run it in December if it's about December. So you should have shot this in like November at the latest. Right. Like why are you so behind? Probably a few months ago. (laughs) So strange. So I
1: also want to discuss the person to whom she is making this pitch. Who is a man named David Berger. And it becomes like very clear very quickly that it never would have occurred to her in a million years that David Berger might, in fact, be Jewish and not celebrate Christmas. Right. David Berger is the most Jewish name ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like if you live in Chicago and it does not briefly occur to you that David Berger might not be Christian, I feel like you should be fired. From like a client-facing
0: <laughs> position, <laughs> it's so funny because, I mean, the mechanics of this movie don't really make sense. No. Because why would she need someone to help her understand what Hanukkah is? Just go to the library and be like, "Excuse me, I don't know anything about Hanukkah. Could you give me a few books?" Go to Google. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like, everything she learned she could have gotten from, like, the Wikipedia article on Hanukkah.
0: I know. I I don't feel like she knows much more about Hanukkah than I did as a person who has done no research at all about Hanukkah. (laughs) So it's very strange that she needs someone to, like, help her out. But basically the whole idea is she, and to give the movie credit, this does sound like something that maybe could happen. She does say that she's, like, a holiday expert. Right. And what she means is, I'm an expert in Christian holidays. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then he's like, cool, um, you could lead activities at my party.
0: Right. Which is a strange thing to say anyways. Like, even if somebody really loves the holidays mm-hmm. and you invite them to their your party... Like, do you really want someone you're doing business with? Is it a business party? I guess it is. Because everyone there is like business associates, even though it's at his house. Right. It's like
1: his like work holiday party. Because I mean but also the other thing is, okay. I'm Jewish. If some Uh I'm I'm stereotyping here. But if a blonde woman named Christy enthusiastically told me she was a holiday expert at during the Christmas Hanukkah season. I would not assume that she meant Hanukkah, to be honest. Yeah,
0: especially since, as you say, Hanukkah is not, like, one of the big ones. Right. Like, if she said it, like, a week before Rosh Hashanah, maybe you'd be like, oh, okay.
1: And also, like, but, like a lot of Christians don't know a ton about Hanukkah. Like, you know, which is fine. Right. That That's how, that is how it is. Like, we're a minority religion, but, like... Yeah, if I were him, I would not have made that assumption that she was going to be, like, competent at Hanukkah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. She just claimed she was such an expert and was, like, so eager. So he was like, I guess, sure. (laughs) Because obviously, you know me, David Berger, famous Jew. It's gotta be... (laughs) It's going to be Hanukkah. I don't
1: know. I also, by the way, want to note on David Berger. So she doesn't know that he's Jewish, but other people apparently do. And it weirded me out immediately that her boss said, basically, don't bother coming in with an idea. And his justification for this was, I'm betting David is a numbers man, which came off to me as like a super anti-Semitic,
0: like, Jews love the money comment. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like not knowing that ahead of time is kind of like okay whatever, but afterwards you're like ooh what okay why exactly did you say that that is very yeah strange. and
1: because I immediately assumed that David Berger was Jewish, I immediately was like
0: <laughs> ooh oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh there's a guy in the meeting it's her boss David and then this other guy Eric or Ethan or somebody. Mm-hmm. And he gives her an eye roll as she's talking. He, like, hates this woman. And I'm like, huh, I wonder what that's about. That does pay off later. It does,
1: surprisingly. Which, so, you know, good good for them.
0: Yeah, they planted the seed. Yeah. And then you watch it grow. <laughs> um, She... <laughs> likes to have her coffee at 128 degrees (laughs) she wants her her cup to be filled three quarters of the way and it has to be pumpkin spice flavored uh and uh I don't know there was like 20 other things that had to be in place for her to drink her damn coffee yeah I did not
1: write that list down
0: (laughs) (laughs) it yeah it's a lot and it's like is that for the rest of eternity because, oh, my goodness, complicated coffee order has been going since, like, 95.
1: Right. And so, like, it's not... <laughs> so, like, really? Yeah. <laughs> the temperature, I feel like, is excessive.
0: Yes. Um. Other than because that. Because I don't know so. how much they're able to, like, control that, you know?
1: Yeah. It feels like if they... Like, it feels like this, like, huge extra work thing for them uh, that they are going to have to, like, what, break out, like, a... Uh, um... Like a thermom uh what's what are those things called? I a thermometer. I'm like a thermometer? is it just called a thermometer if it's for food? I don't know, whatever.
0: Um what like a meat thermometer? Yeah,
1: that's what I'm thinking. And like, yeah, I guess it is just called a meat thermometer. But yes, they're gonna like break out a meat thermometer and use it to like measure the temperature of her drink. And then what if it's like too hot or too cold? Like do they like get like what do they like what do they do? If it's too hot, do so they like, just like uh... let it sit for a minute? <laughs>
0: right they're like w- it's ready but it's also not ready yeah so come back <laughs> it's so strange it's supposed to be i don't know the thing that causes initial friction between her and mr silver so mr silver is alex's teacher alex is Christie's friend's son or daughter what's Christie's friend's name again oh god i
1: haven't the faintest idea what her name is
0: We see her, like, multiple times, and yet I don't have a single... We do. She's arguably, like, the
1: fourth most important (laughs) character, and yet I have no clue what her name is. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know.
0: We could just come up with a name for her. Right. (laughs) Joy. Joy. (laughs) Uh, So, (laughs) Joy, it's funny. Joy talks to Christy before they see each other in the office, Mm -hmm. and they're on the phone with each other, and she sees... Is it Mr. Silver? And she's like, "Oh, Alex's teacher is cute. Is it weird that I'm noticing that Alex's teacher is cute?" Right. And so you're like, "Oh, is something going to happen with her and Mr. Silver?" But no, he's the love interest, and Christy's the main character, so right. they're the ones that are going to end up together. Because it's also
1: weird because based on that, you assume and like you assume she probably has a spouse, but that spouse never materializes. <laughs>
0: No, she never mentions anything about, oh, Alex's dad, to whom I am still married. Right. (laughs) There's nothing to indicate that she's with somebody, and she's checking this guy out, and you're like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And because, you know, she, but then she doesn't like, well, I I don't know if you should really pursue your child's teacher. I feel like (laughs) if I were
1: Alex, I would be really annoyed if my mom started dating my teacher. Yeah. So. I, I think that was actually a, like, I think foisting him off on her friend was actually a good idea. Right.
0: <laughs> um,
1: it is also the friend so, who, like, I find their dynamic really weird because when they're on the phone at the beginning, I assumed that the friend was Christie's boss, but apparently she's actually beneath her, I guess.
0: So Christy, I guess, is like, kind of like a hype woman and like telling Christy, like you go get them. But she's also like trying to push her to like get promoted and like, Oh, remember you have to do all these things. Otherwise you're going to get promoted. I really want you to get promoted. Yeah. But like when she's like telling her to do all the things, it does feel like. Yeah. She's not. Yeah. Is she the assistant or is she just in a different position? Like a. Like a helper position to people, and I was thinking she was the assistant
1: because she then wants to be promoted to Christie's job. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I I don't know. I guess it's not that clear. It could be a lateral move as opposed to a promotion, but like she's interested in sales, right? Which is what Christie does. Like
0: she does. Yeah, she does. Administrative stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, and Christy wants to move from really sales to reports.
1: design, and let's call mm-hmm. her Joy wants to move into sales.
0: <laughs> right, but she doesn't believe in herself, so her friend Christy has to right. like be sneaky. Right, but that comes up <laughs> later. Um, Christy's dating a man. I don't know what there is to say about him. He works in stocks.
1: Yes, he. So our first sight of him. Is that he's working from home, and therefore, because he was working from home that day, he's decided to like work out okay. in the middle of the day, which I don't know how his boss would feel about that. But I guess that's not my problem. But he just—I
0: guess instead of like taking a lunch break, yeah, to eat, he just decided to get on right. the what is it, an erg?
1: I, I don't, I don't know what that thing is. <laughs> Some kind of like in-home <laughs> the <rowing> exercise <laughs> machine yeah um and he also basically is like acts like he's this like amazing person for the fact that he deigned to like take his girlfriend's call while he was doing something Uh, that doesn't actually really matter
0: (laughs) well yeah she's kind of like oh well you, you know if you're busy you don't have to and he's like Really magnanimous yeah. about the fact that he's taking her calls. It's like, wow, so, right.
1: boyfriend of the year, everybody. <laughs> and he just gets like steadily worse. As makes sense because obviously this other dude is going to be the love interest.
0: Hmm. Yeah. At one point, um he gets food and goes over to her place. They're supposed to eat dinner together, but she's busy working on work stuff. And he's like, "Oh, don't worry, I got you a black coffee." And I found it weird that he was judging her for, like, her crazy order. Because, like, who cares if she likes a frou-frou drink? But I thought her disappointment was unwarranted. If someone buys you something, don't be like, oh, you didn't get my super complicated version of that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it. I guess I kind of got it in the sense that, like, the way, he, like, what he said about it was basically, like, I can't remember exactly what it was if he was saying that like it was like too much sugar or some or whatever it was, but like I found oh, it like no. it wasn't that he couldn't remember her deal and so he was like, I just got you a black coffee because I didn't want to get something and like screw it up. It was like, I know what you want, but I decided I know better than you about what you should want instead.
0: Yeah, I'm a health nut and you shouldn't be having too much sugar. Right, which is ridiculous because she yeah, weighs okay. like twelve pounds. <laughs> I know it would be different if like we knew she had some sort of health condition and he's like I'm afraid about your you know diabetes blood sugar or yeah. your, <laughs> like what is it high blood pressure but like yeah. as far as we know she's healthy as a horse and he's just overbearing yeah so
1: yeah so that did seem obnoxious
0: and then she is going to Meet with Mr. Silver because Joy has said that. Oh, if you want to know about Hanukkah, I know one Jew, so you can be. <laughs> You're the one Jew I met. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Christie's like, thank God, because I don't know how I'm gonna fake knowing about Hanukkah, and I'm like, why do you have to fake? Right. Like, hey. like just go to the party and be like, I think we had a miscommunication. Yeah. Like I'm glad to be here at your party and to learn about your culture but i don't actually know that much about it right you know why you know you don't need to be like i'm gonna fake knowing all about i mean she has a weird
1: like perfectionist (laughs) streak of like like she keeps saying like about the coffee order and everything else in her life that if it's worth doing it's worth doing well so i feel like she's like presented as a kind of person who could not like admit failure to somebody
0: I guess
1: so instead she has to like do a Hanukkah crash course yeah
0: <laughs> and she um, like has a sister in law or something who's Jewish but she doesn't want to talk to her because she's like her or something and she lives in Arizona right. <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> I want to know more about you and your sister-in-law and why you don't get along. Right. And this seems way more interesting than whatever the hell you're about to do next.
1: But it's good that she manages to find this dude because just as her personality is Christmas, his personality apparently is that he really likes Hanukkah, something that is true of no Jews in the entire world. <laughs> I mean, not that they don't like Hanukkah, but that like no one's like personality is that they get really into Hanukkah.
0: I I feel like if you were a parent and your kids like wanted to get super into it, you might indulge. Oh yeah, yeah, but like as a single dad, I, as a single guy with no kids, yeah, like there's really no reason for him to be as into Hanukkah as he is. Right. I don't really understand. Yeah, and
1: like I get certainly. i like, like,
0: I mean, that's fine, yeah, and but... I certainly
1: get like it's like okay, like it's a nice holiday. Maybe you like see family. He certainly at least has like his grandmother in the area. Like sure, <laughs> whatever. But like. He has, like, so his ringtone is uh, is actually a Hanukkah song. It's not the one he sings later, oh. but it's the, like, I have a little dreidel, I made it out of clay.
0: Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. Um, I
1: mean, because it doesn't even have the words. It just has the music. But I right. recognize the music, and I'm like, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, that seems excessive. <laughs> yeah, she says of herself that, um, when she was in high school, people used to call her the mayor of Christmastown. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, one person said that to you one time, and yes. you made it out to be like, oh my gosh, everyone used to call me this. <laughs> Clearly, yes. <laughs> and the person who said that to you was probably making fun of you. I can't imagine someone said that like, aren't oh, you adorable? You're the mayor of Christmastown. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so strange. But he has a girlfriend who's Christian, and he wants to impress impress her parents. Right. So he wants to decorate for Christmas, which yeah. is, like, a nice gesture, yeah. I guess. But, like, also just ask your girlfriend to help you do that. Like, that can be, like, a fun right. bonding thing. Yeah, it seems or weird. Or if they come over, you could just be like, hey, man, I'm Jewish. I don't really do Christmas. If yeah. you want to, like, do Christmassy things, I'll do it with you. Mm-hmm to, you know, just be with you, but, like, I'm not going to decorate my apartment for a holiday I don't really celebrate. Right.
1: Yeah, I mean, that seems bizarre to me, especially because, like, they don't live together, so it's not like he's doing it really for mm-hmm. her. Like, it's not like he's, like, I'm going to surprise her and she's going to come home and, like, our apartment is going to be decorated for Hanukkah right. or for Christmas, whatever whatever holiday they right. do.
0: <laughs> it's just, like, so that her dad would like him? Yes. And I wonder if there's, like, a version of this movie where he's like trying to pass off himself as Christian because he's afraid that her dad doesn't like Jews. Right. So I'm like what the hell are
1: you doing? Right. And it's like he's not doing that. He just like is trying to like pretend that he's like good on knowing what Christmas is. But it's also this weird dynamic that in that. So. OK. I buy that. Christy does not know anything about Hanukkah yeah. Jonathan's lack of knowledge of Christmas does not make sense to me like
0: where has he been yes living? like it's, he's not in he an in isolated community America has like a ton of Christmas shit in every department yes. store for like 10 weeks of. and the like year. <laughs> he
1: teaches in a public school and like a normal right. in like in, Ch- in Chicago like I there's no way he like does not know some basic things about Christmas
0: yeah. It also irritated me in this movie. Like it doesn't really matter cuz what what part of this movie is really important? Not nothing at all. But it still irritated me that like she doesn't at least do the highlight tour of what Christmas is. Right. Like she's just like here's a tree. And <laughs> it's like just do the really basic version of Mary is pregnant right. with the son of God. She goes to be counted for a census. There's no place for her to stay. She's in a stable. She gives birth. Some shepherds find out about it. They come. They worship. The end. That's the whole story. It's a
1: bizarre (laughs) dynamic where Kanaka is presented as a religious holiday and Christmas weirdly is not.
0: Yeah. And I was like, this could make so much more sense if he was like, okay, I know about Christmas, but like her family is like um, Eastern Orthodox or like... Some sort of specific thing from some culture in Europe that he doesn't know about or, you know what I mean? There could have been something specific or, like, they do Epiphany. I don't know about Epiphany. It's like a lot of people don't know about Epiphany. (laughs) But, like, Christmas in general? Right. She doesn't seem to be, like, super religious where it's like, oh, well, we're going to go even to like Methodist church yeah. and oh what is this with four different colored uh, candles what's that about right like, and
1: she basically just <laughs> like is a Christmas here. tree. it's just like a
0: tree and it's like I'm sure he's seen a tree yeah before. like he knows what
1: a Christmas tree is she also like teaches him how to wrap presents and I'm like that's not a Christmas thing I know like, I you like, don't like, own present it. wrapping he yeah
0: he likes to buy presents for his family for Hanukkah because he's super into Hanukkah yes. and there and he talks about how there's presents for Hakata. Yeah. So has he never wrapped any of those gifts for his family? Right? Like... It, Does he just hand them to <laughs> them? He just lobs them out. Here you go. Here's a present. I didn't bother to wrap right. it. Like, what are you talking I about? I mean, maybe
1: he's been using, like, gift bags, but, like, if so, that's fine, yeah. and he can continue to do that. Right.
0: <laughs> it's not, like, this is actually really rude in Christian culture to give someone a gift Right. Bag. Like, we prefer a little more effort, like, <laughs> maybe that's fine for y'all, but it's not okay for us. Right. Like, No, Like, just, it's fine. It's all I feel like that's not fine. a religious difference. No. Like, it would have been kind of funny if, like, her family, his girlfriend's family, was, like, super religious, and he, like, tries to decorate, and they're like, actually, we're Jehovah's Witnesses, so we don't celebrate it at all. Right. Like, it's, they're like, actually, we were this going is to sit considered quietly idolatry. together and read it's the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to read scripture and have a meal, but we're not going to do presents. I don't know what you're on about. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I just thought all Christians did like this big Christmas tree thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like she's just mainline Protestant. I don't know. Maybe she's secular herself. Right. We don't really know much about her. We yeah. meet her twice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I... We never meet her family. Yeah, no,
1: I mean, I don't know what, like, any of these people's deal is, like, but yeah, it's this weird dynamic where, like, the Jews are vaguely religious, but, like, the Christians are, like, not really religious. They just really like Christmas.
0: Which is true of some people. Yeah, and, it, but it,
1: you know, but it's also, like, there's also, like, secular Jews who, like, are, like, right. more chill than this dude. So it's just, like, a weird, like, mismatch, I guess.
0: Yeah. And, like, he would already know all the secular parts of Christmas and probably the main deal of the... Right, from (laughs) living in America. Like, the little... (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, you know, like, people know who Jesus is. He's, like, pretty famous. Right. Not to brag about my boy Jesus, but he's real famous. (laughs) 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 Like, you may not believe he's the son of God, but you've heard of him. (laughs) Anyways it's be strange.
1: <laughs> so they go to his yeah. gra- like his grandmother because like everybody in this family apparently their personality is being Jewish. His grandmother like owns like a like Jewish gift store, which like to be fair, I have been to exactly this store. Um, like not, you know, obviously not specifically this not one, in but Chicago. like <laughs> n- not in Chicago, but I've been to like the same store in the DC area. Like it's a it's a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sure it was run by somebody's grandfather or somebody's I'm grandmother. I'm sure,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless it was a younger person, right? In which case, I'm sure that person had kids, right?
1: And there's little touches here and there of things that it's like, oh, somebody put in some effort in that, like he like uses the Hebrew word for a grandmother. He calls her Savta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has this, and then like Christy has this whole thing, like, is your name Savta or Tova? I'm so confused.
0: Mm-hmm um yeah because she has to which is fair because Mm. i don't know any hebrew words. yeah no that's
1: like that's that's fair like that was like that was legit and it's like okay this is like a thing about that is true of judaism like good job i guess Mm -hmm. that like this is a hebrew word for grandmother and i know some people that call their grandmothers that sure Mm -hmm. um so they're at this store he gets her a menorah uh, she also like finds some book and of course like tries to read it backwards uh, because uh, Hebrew is read um, right to left instead of left to right so she's confused
0: mm-hmm. also it would the letters be like Latin letters no or would they no. no I wouldn't think so I mean that was what that would be the main problem for me if I opened up a book and the typography wasn't Latin letters I'd be like well can't read this right <laughs> I wouldn't even try to yeah read like it.
1: she sort of lo- like I don't know I mean she could just be like looking at the book but like she definitely can't yeah. like she definitely can't read the book and yeah like the fact that she's reading it backwards is like not the least of her problems like if she like right. fixes it and starts reading it forwards unless it's like 80% pictures that's not gonna help right no. which it might be maybe <laughs> it's like basically a picture book
0: it did look kind of like a coffee book yeah like a glossy yeah book with pictures in it
1: yeah (laughs) so they and the grandmother also like thinks that she's like the girlfriend and jonathan has to correct her and be like no this is Mm -hmm. like my student that i'm giving hanukkah lessons to which is a thing
0: and she yeah she accepts this immediately (laughs) and it's like maybe you're just trying to be polite (laughs) but i would be like Oh, how did that come about? You know, just out of curiosity. Right. Yeah, (laughs) you don't usually pick up random women and start talking to them about holidays. Right. (laughs) Or maybe he does. Maybe that's why she's so cool with it. Like, ah, another one. Okay. Another guy (laughs) that you're trying to educate. Okay. Sure. (laughs) I don't know.
1: So they inexplicably find a rest, like a Hanukkah restaurant, which serves latke
0: and jelly donuts for lunch. (laughs) I know. I thought when they went to lunch, I thought they were going to go to, like, a delicatessen and get, like, sandwiches. (laughs) But they don't. They just have latkes and jelly donuts. I'm like, that's not really lunch. No, (laughs) I
1: find it weird. And also, I think the latkes are incredibly weird looking. They're, like... So whenever I have latkes, they're, like, relatively, Uh like, thin, patty, pancake-like things.
0: And these are, like, gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, round and small. And, like, these guys are like I don't know four inches long they're shaped like hot dog like, buns <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm like oh, I didn't know lockers look like that I wouldn't have thought that but I guess like they don't usually because I was like that looks strange it blows her mind that they eat it with sour cream and I'm like I eat baked potatoes it's a potato based thing I I usually have it with sour cream that's not so random but she says something oh that's the girlfriend keeps saying Hanukkah is
1: so random to which I'm just listening and I'm like (laughs) Christians are the fucking worst
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I mean it's so arbitrary but so is every religious like Thing you do yeah. so is every like tradition it's yeah. like these are the things that we decided to do like as a group to remember whatever it is we're trying to remember or to like be connected to each other yeah. like all of those things are arbitrary no matter what your background is yeah
1: um they tell the Hanukkah story and this is yeah. like
0: so direct it's just like eating fried foods right. I'm like yeah I can get down with that yeah like that's not that <laughs> weird that, that so like crazy. you have a holiday where you
1: eat fried foods like because like you have <laughs> to like no, eat a lot of sure. oil like fine sure
0: <laughs> they didn't even make that connection oh no us, I guess though. they didn't
1: that's why you're supposed to eat all of like, this fried food
0: okay because of the oil I'm like I, I don't know why it's fried foods but I like fried foods I'm quite willing to go along yeah. with yeah <laughs>
1: They tell the story of, or he tells the story of Hanukkah. Although I will note that he does the very, like, this is not surprising. He does the very, like, standard version of it. And uh, which is the, like, oh, the Greeks invaded. And then, like, there was the miracle and all of that. Uh, I just feel like it's, like, my responsibility to note that, like, this is the story that's, like, very much, like, the Baudelaire's version. And actually, the whole thing really started as, like, a civil war between Jews who wanted to assimilate to Greek culture and Jews who didn't. Oh, okay. But it's fine that they didn't get into that in this movie. Like, I wouldn't expect them to.
0: I mean, the fact that they did as much as they did is kind of amazing. Because it's a Lifetime movie, and no one really puts that much effort into the stories of these things. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, not to be rude to Lifetime, but, yeah. you
1: know. Oh, yeah, no. Like, the fact that, like, they told the Hanukkah story at all was, like, more than I expected. And but it was and it was even less yeah. weird, like... So they actually specified Greco-Syrian invaders, which...
0: Yeah, I, I wrote that down. I was like, oh, okay, that's something I did Which know. is not
1: <laughs> wrong, because... So it's basically, it's, like, the descendants of the generals of Alexander the Great um, divvied up the empire. And so, like, they're Greeks, but specifically, these are, like, the Greeks that are ruling Syria, Mm -hmm. Um, but it seemed like a weird detail that nobody actually needs to know.
0: Well, it's the only detail. That's the thing with the story. The story is like 10,000 feet, except (sighs) one specific thing. Yeah. Greco syrian Everything else. Well, you get, uh, Maccabees. Yeah. That's the other detail. Everything else is just like lamp, eight days, miracle. Temple. Right. Temple. Destroyed. They built it up again. Yeah. That's that's it. They don't tell you, like, anything else. Yeah.
1: yeah. No, like, they're very vague about the story. So as I said, like, the fact that they specified Greco-Syrian invaders, which is way more specific than, like, most, like, standard versions of the Hanukkah story get as opposed to just, like, they're Greeks. Like, mm-hmm. I found very odd as a
0: choice. <laughs> it kind of felt like somebody just did a copy-paste out of Wikipedia. Yeah,
1: that's probably it. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so they they have their Hanukkah restaurant experience.
0: And this is where uh, Christy meets. um, What's his first name? Jonathan, right? Yes. Uh, This is where Christy meets Jonathan's girlfriend.
1: I also don't know her name.
0: I don't know. She's Jonathan's girlfriend. She thinks Hanukkah's totally random. Like, she just keeps saying
1: random. And I'm just like, if she says random again, like, I'm going to punch this woman. Like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> it's like acceptable behavior for a 14-year-old girl. And yeah. And the fact that she's an adult acting like that is really... <laughs> like, I found it,
1: like, downright offensive, to be honest.
0: It really is. I'd be like, what do you mean Exactly. <laughs> By saying it's so random. Like, right. it's outside of your experience. Like, N-doy. Like, why is it more <laughs> random than
1: Christmas? Like, it's actually all, like, right. older than Christmas. So, like.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, and then I have a note. I don't know what precipitated this. But <laughs> I just put, please don't make a Jew man action doll. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, I don't know where we're going with this story. But I'm, like, really concerned that it's just going to be, like, here, kids, play with this, <laughs> too. Right? And that's just
1: going to be the whole I was getting very concerned, especially also because at some point, she's, like, a stockbroker action figure. And I missed that her boyfriend was a stockbroker. And at first, I was like, is that oh. an anti-Semitic stereotype? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, because you're like,
1: what? <laughs> Is it like Jews like money? Let's like pitch a money figurine
0: <laughs> to the Jew. I don't. It's so strange because I have no concept of David's company. Right. Is he selling in just regular toy stores? Is he selling educational toys? Is he selling to not adult toys in the sense of, like, sex toys, but, you know, like, figurines <laughs> right. that millennials put up in their offices. Right. Like, does he sell that sort of shit? Or does he sell things that, like, kids play with? Like, I don't know. I don't know yeah, anything about no, it's really weird what they're looking for. And so when she comes up with this idea of, like, what, at first it's a stockbroker, and then it's a congressman. And I'm like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like, I can totally see people our age... At their desk, having like an AOC 100%. little Barbie or like a Ruth Bader Ginsburg action mm-hmm. figure. Like, can I see that? A hundred percent. Would you be able to move like tons of units, like a Tickle Me Elmo size? No. Certainly not. Like actually, niche. two
1: children. Like,
0: <laughs> and why would you sell this to
1: children? Especially <laughs> because of the reality that, like, obviously, like you know, the world is very politicized. So it's like, how do you make the decision about like? Like, what, do you do, like, the AOC and then, like, the Mitch McConnell figurines? Like, what's the plan <laughs> here?
0: I don't know. Or is it just, like, Barbie, but Barbie is a congresswoman, and so she wears, like, a smart suit. <laughs> and so she's right. just Congressperson Barbie. Right, like, are they
1: specific <laughs> people, like, right. congressional representatives? Or are they, like, yeah, like, vague, like, types of congressional representatives?
0: And I'm like, okay. Uh, keep brainstorming, honey, because this is yeah, I'm like this is not a good <laughs> it's idea, a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> and she has like a week for to come up with a pitch for the party. Yeah,
1: she she takes Jonathan to a Christmas market, which also includes at some point she explains to him what Secret Santa is. At which point, I wrote down in all caps, Jews know what Secret Santa is. <laughs>
0: Jonathan doesn't. He gets confused between Secret Santa and White Elephant Gift Exchange.
1: Right. And I'm like,
0: we know that. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Also, it's like, I mean, it's... It's, it's a really recent tradition. It's not like, right. this is from the 1800s or something. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's not like, like Jesus Like doing They Santa. decided they wanted to take that, you know, German thing of having a tree inside the house and decorating right. it. And it was a part of a pagan religion. And Like, no, we don't get any of no. that. It's just like, in offices, sometimes you're expected to buy a random person a gift and you don't want to and they don't want you to but you feel pressured and you do it and you probably had to do it yourself because you've probably been in that sort of work situation (laughs) at some point yeah
1: it's like it's it's not that complicated (laughs) like no
0: (laughs) also she makes a big deal about like oh you think that people don't eat fruitcake like people love fruitcake fruitcake's like really popular and it's like Fruitcake is readily available. I'm not saying it isn't. But I wouldn't say it's, like, super popular. Right. Like, cake is pretty popular. Christmas cookies, like, sugar cookies and gingerbread are pretty popular. But, like, fruitcake is not that popular. Jonathan's right. Right. (laughs) Most people don't care for it.
1: Right. Yeah. No, that, that was very odd to me.
0: Also, we get, like it's like the smallest market in the world it's like literally five vendors in a back right lot. and like we get an establishing shot of the woman with the fruitcake like a couple times like huh, fruit huh? Cake? she's gonna be important <laughs> and then they go over and they like try some fruitcake and it's like this moment that they have together yeah like oh my goodness fruitcake and i'm like okay <laughs> like it's nice but i don't know why this is so important <laughs> right
1: <laughs> so she uh she teaches her how to light the menorah and uh, mm. you know, the explanation of it is actually like fine and she also mm-hmm. she does the blessing and it's fine um there's this thing that i find weird that at this that for most of the movies she does the blessing but she doesn't do the singing for it and she also only does one of the two blessings which i'm making a note of because that will like come up again later
0: okay (laughs) (laughs) so does she do the same one over and over again or does she like alternate between no she
1: always does the same one so basically there's the one that's basically just like Thank God, like that's just like blessed are you God who like commanded me to light candles, um, and it's basically okay. like the same one essentially for every holiday. You just like change the names of holidays, and on Hanukkah you light more candles, whereas like on most holidays you just like two you just light two candles, which you also do on the Sabbath. Um, but the blessing is like basically the same except for like the word Hanukkah. Um, Then there's a second blessing, which is basically about, like, blessed are you, God, for, like, making miracles is the gist of it. Oh, okay. And uh, so traditionally you would each night do both of those blessings. And she only does the, like, candles one for most of the movie. And as I said, never, and never, like, sings it. She just speaks it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean she is learning a new thing so. Right so I'm I'm
1: really only mentioning this because I'm fine that she does that from but like it, as she's learning it's just weird because the we party We should
0: see Jonathan do the whole thing. Right and
1: the, but the party is the first time that she, she like does it like that she puts it all together and she
0: sings it. Yeah and it's weird because <laughs>
1: yeah. you never see her actually like learning how to like do I like either learning the tune or learning the second blessing.
0: Right. So it's like, it's like, where'd oh, that come wow, from? You're really good at this. You're, yeah. You only studied half of this and you knew the whole thing. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was watching this with my sister and I was like, it would have been really funny if at the party at the end, she like nails the pronunciation and she is singing, but she's just like a terrible singer. Right. <laughs> That I would have loved. That would she have been great. She's like giving it her all, but she's just like flat. Right. You know? Like that. And she's singing in front of everyone. <laughs> but no, she sings clear yeah, as a bell. Yeah, she's fine.
1: <laughs> and yeah, and I will say like her her pronunciation is mostly solid. She fucks up on Chag Sameach, but
0: in general, her pronunciation is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a note that says everyone trusts your instincts and I don't remember what conversation that is. I know that Jonathan and her talk about, oh, Samantha. Samantha is her assistant's name. I do have it because I wrote down Pumantha. Right. (laughs) Because Christy is like, what do you do if you have a kid in your class who's not living up to their potential, and then he's like, usually they're just, like, insecure, and, uh, we're not talking about Samantha, are we? And she's like, uh, let's call her pup <clears throat> haha. Right. <laughs> and, uh, then he's like, everyone trusts your instincts. You should trust your instincts too. Right. And I'm like, wait, does everyone trust this woman's instincts? Should they? Like, <laughs> Have we seen that demonstrated at all? He's right. known her a week. How does he know Right. This?
1: No, it's bizarre. Um, also, we find out in this scene that, so the girlfriend, her name is Heather. I wrote that down at this point. Oh, there we go. And <laughs> <laughs> we're doing really well on these dates. And we find out that Jonathan wants kids, but Heather does not.
0: Yeah. So that's their main issue. Yes. And I guess uh, Christie's main issue is that her instincts are telling her to leave the guy who would rather watch basketball than be there for her at a work event slash party.
1: Right. Well, and there's also this, like, whole thing that at some point he, like, basically, like, applies for a job for her.
0: That's so strange. Yeah. I don't understand that at all. because. He wants her to have this job at this bank, and he knows someone who works at the bank, so he wants to, like, pull some strings so she can go work at this bank. But he doesn't talk to her about it at all. He just is, like, goes directly to his friend and is like, make it so, and then, like, takes her out to dinner. And she thinks that he's going to, like, propose or something. Because he's like, I have a major life thing to talk to you about or something? I don't know.
1: And it's weird because, like, she never gives any reason that she'd be interested in working at the bank. He just, like, assumes that she should because it's more money.
0: Yeah. That's weird.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So he really seems like he, like, does... Uh, he seems like he very... He, like, he seems very controlling. Like, he's, like, decided what yeah. she should want and then, like, tries mm-hmm. to impose that on her regardless of what she actually wants. So the coffee was, like, a yeah, symptom he, of the yeah. larger problem in relation that
0: relationship. <laughs> yeah. Because he's, like, not even listening to her. Because she, like, doesn't really, like, assert herself in the moment very much. Yeah. She's just like, wait, what's going on? Right. She's just kind of taken aback by everything. But, like, most people would be attuned to their partner and be like, you don't seem happy. Like, right. Like, is something wrong? Like, right. Did I misstep here? But he's like, no, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before he does that, he picks her up from Jonathan's apartment and... She has to like, I don't know, pat her, her nose or something. Right. So, um, what's this dude's name? Peter.
1: Yes, I think so. Okay, that sounds right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Peter and Jonathan are talking, and Peter tells Jonathan his plan about the bank, and Jonathan's like, "Does she want to work at the bank?" Because I don't know, she seems pretty happy about like making toys or whatever. Right. And Peter's like, hey, more money's more money, man. Right? right. right? <laughs> and Jonathan's like, mm. And then Peter's like, I'm going to p- go pull the car around. And it's like, OK, this is just so that she and Jonathan yeah. can talk. Because this makes no damn sense. Like, the whole
1: thing is bizarre. Like, the whole, like, setup to, like, allow all of these private conversations. Like, neither of them mm-hmm. really make any sense. Like, I feel like Peter no. either would have just waited for her outside in the first place. Uh-huh. um, Or, like he would have come in and they all would have been there. Like, I feel like it's bizarre if you have your boyfriend picking your up, you up from the house of some strange man. I feel like you, like, <laughs> wouldn't be like, oh, now I'm going to, like, disappear into his house and let you, like, talk to him, like, and have you talk to, like, this stranger alone. Like,
0: yeah, I feel like that's not what no. I would do. <laughs> no. There's a lot of kind of weird staging moments yeah. like that. Like, that happens in the store, too, because... Jonathan's like, oh, I want to go to the back of the store to pick something up for you. Right. And she's like, okay. So then she gets a moment to talk to his grandmother. But then like later she's gone and then Jonathan's able to talk to his grandmother without her there. So there's a lot of like people moving. Right. (laughs) In ways that people don't move just so we could have like a moment of like, oh, we have to talk about this. Oh, we have to talk about that. (laughs) Yeah. It's, yeah,
1: it's very strange.
0: Yeah. Um, It's not natural at all. But he, he basically is vague about Peter's intentions but says like, uh you, you shouldn't like Peter. I don't what does he say?
1: He says like you shouldn't like Peter because like he like I don't know like I don't know, it's something about like, you know, who like it's something about like he's not like a, like attuned to what you want or something. I can't remember what the conversation actually is, but yeah. it is a ludicrous conversation to happen between two people who have known each other for like three days. A week.
0: <laughs>
1: Less than a week. Yes, yeah, like point. it's like it's none and of like, your fucking business. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Which is essentially what
0: she says. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, you're right. It is yeah. none of your business. Get right. out of my face. I'm leaving. Yeah, which is completely correct. She... Oh, yeah. And then she has dinner, and she's like, oh, Jonathan was right. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> and it's like, I mean, kind of, but he still was, like, overstepping by, like, giving you advice on your love life. Right,
1: yeah, it's just... Yeah, the whole... It's it's such a bizarre dynamic, and, yeah, because it then, like, excuses yeah. his behavior by virtue of the fact that, like, well, he was right.
0: Which yeah.
1: is... Meh.
0: Especially she's going from one guy who's like overbearing to potentially another guy who's going to be overbearing. Right. <laughs> so you're like do i want her with jonathan i don't know i mean
1: she's also in some ways overbearing to be fair like oh, i feel like she would be exhausting <laughs> <laughs> like i would not date anyone in this movie
0: I might date Jonathan. He's kinda cute. He's kinda cute,
1: but like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that like overstepping of boundaries was like a little weird. Yeah, that
0: would be a red flag for me. I'd be like, I don't know why you feel the need to like tell me what to yeah. do. Yeah. I think the only <laughs> person I date would I be like would be
1: Samantha. You. Samantha seems like she's like got her shit together mostly, like, you know. Oh uh, yeah. She's like a See, good yeah, like school. cheerleader for the people she cares about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she's the best relationship prospect of this movie. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And maybe Heather. Like, her main issue is that she fell out of love with Jonathan and doesn't want kids.
1: Right. Well, I wouldn't date her because of the random thing. That's a deal breaker for me, <laughs> describing other people's cultures and religions as random. <laughs> random.
0: Yeah, I forgot that was her. Yep, that's also her. Nope, can't date Heather. So yeah, just basically Samantha. Right. I don't know. David seems all right. He's a little older. Oh, he's yeah. Married, yeah, David seems fine. He's, he's an okay yeah. person. Yeah.
1: If, yeah, if age appropriate, David would be fine.
0: Right. I don't know. I think that's everybody in the movie. Yeah, right? pretty much. <laughs> that fruitcake lady is a good baker. I guess we could date her. Right. <laughs> so, no. the, the grandma seems nice. She is. Yeah. She has a, a good amount of personality, yeah. and she's not overbearing, and she's very friendly. Yeah, I want to. So, I want to
1: yeah. set grandma up with somebody nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um and. Uh, we find out basically in advance that Heather is going to dump Jonathan because Heather and Christy run into each other while Christy is harassing the barista again with her weird order.
0: <laughs> um, and it's always the same barista. Poor man.
1: Who keeps like forgetting and putting on whipped cream when she doesn't want whipped cream. To which I definitely right. was like hoping the barista was messing with her.
0: Oh, it definitely <laughs> seems like she was being passive aggressive. Which
1: is fine. Like 100% fair <laughs> for that order. Like, sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, well, you're being too much. I'm just gonna, yeah, <laughs> real quick.
1: <laughs> so yeah, so Heather is also there and they're chatting and um, Christy says something like, oh, like Jonathan's like it. like your parents are gonna love Jonathan and she's like, they are. Everybody loves Jonathan, don't they? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, you said the. <laughs> inside your head part, outside your head, honey. Like, Right. <laughs> like, this realization is important for you to have, but you don't really know this woman, so maybe you're real it. In. Right.
1: <laughs> and, you know, I mean, and in terms of the breakup, like, 100% fair on Heather's part that she realizes she doesn't have super strong feelings for this guy and that it makes sense for them to break up now as opposed to, like, getting more After invested in this relationship. So, like, you know, yeah. I don't like Heather, but, like, the breakup, you know, fair.
0: The breakup is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, of course uh, Jonathan is sad and he's hanging out on his couch with the blanket. Yeah. Poor Jonathan.
1: So she shows up and drags him out of his depression blanket and brings him to her family's vaguely horrifying pre-Christmas Eve Eve party. Why is it horrifying? <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just feels like if you do that, I feel like you must all be too into Christmas.
0: I thought it was just like a scheduling thing. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, it, it could easily go either way because obviously Christy is totally extra when it comes to Christmas stuff. Right. But it seems like her family like lives in town, so it's not or like, like in the suburbs. Right... I think
1: maybe because at some yeah. point she says like that she moves to the cities, but like they clearly aren't that far. Right. So I was assuming they're in the suburbs no. somewhere.
0: Right. But it, it doesn't seem like she has to make this like large journey out to out of state to like see her family. Right, it's like they're near, but sometimes she has to work, and therefore they like do stuff on Christmas Eve Eve. But it's then, it's like, also weird because whatever. I get this I year,
1: know. but it seems like this is an annual thing. And how often does she yeah. has to work on Christmas and Christmas Eve? That seems weird.
0: I'm not sure, like because. I feel like if you're in finance, that's very possible because you have, like, year-end and you have Mm -hmm. quarter-end and month-end and whatever. And, like, that makes sense. But, like, in most businesses, you don't necessarily need to do a ton around Christmas. And if you're in a toy company, unless you're in logistics or supply or Mm -hmm. something... Your stuff has been done for a couple of months. Right. Like, <laughs> your busy season is right before Christmas. Right. Because you're pushing out product before that. So it doesn't really make sense for her, especially in sales, yeah. to be bogged down around Christmas. Time. And I
1: feel like there are not that many, like, work Christmas parties that are actually on Christmas Eve. Because they assume that normal like people, like, out. spend the yeah. holidays with their family and not the family. with their colleagues.
0: And they're going to travel. Yeah. <laughs> And a lot of people take PTO around Christmas, right. so they're like not in the area. So yeah. So I don't I don't know why she's usually unavailable, but it's very important that they all celebrate the eve of Christmas Eve together. Yes.
1: So uh, she brings him to this. I do appreciate his comment that he looks around and sees the like extra decorations and goes, "They couldn't put in a little effort to make it festive around here, huh?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, they're all, like, very nice, but very extra about Christmas. Um, They talk Mm -hmm. to Jonathan about going to Israel, to which I'm immediately basically like, oh, they were, like, those Christians in Israel. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The strange part about that scene, too, is, like, he sees people run into a body of water in an image on the wall, a picture on the wall. And he's like, oh, is that the Dead Sea? And I'm like, how how the hell could you tell me? Right.
1: There's so many things that are much more distinctive looking in Israel that like, <laughs> like like why wasn't it a photo of like the Western Wall or something?
0: Right. Like that I would probably be like, oh, is that the Western Wall? Yeah. Like that looks like it might yeah, be. Yeah, like and that's like that's <laughs> but, like, very a body recognizable. of water. It like, Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like but yeah, but like the Dead Sea, like from just a photo of it like that, like it basically like it looks it looks like an ocean or a sea like they all right. like it looks like you're on a beach like they all kind of look the same
0: right. like, like he could have easily ju- just as easily been like oh is that one of the great lakes <laughs> like, <laughs> like who could say it's just a body of water but he's right of course because right. uh so they they bond. he's been there and he knows exactly what it looks like and they're like yes that is the Sea. we travel a lot we have that in common you should be a part of our family <laughs>
1: They they have carolers show up and they sing I don't know some some Christmas song.
0: I don't remember what which one it was.
1: Um, and then Jonathan goes and whispers to them, and it turns out the carolers also know like the the other Hanukkah song. Because <laughs> like there's two Hanukkah songs basically that everybody knows. There's the Oh Hanukkah which is the one they sing here, and there's the dreidel one mm-hmm. which is what mm-hmm. his ringtone was, and those are the two. And this is the nicer one
0: yeah <laughs> I was like oh those are those are good carolers yeah. like they sound good they they know one Hanukkah song they're prepared yeah well like, good for them and they're super dressed up good for yeah. them I don't know where they're from are right. they like from a local theater or something right yeah no like they're, <laughs> but, they're good like, they're yeah and he's it. like we also have
1: songs another thing that Hanukkah and Christmas have in common
0: and I said to myself, "Oh, I didn't know Hanukkah had songs because, <laughs> to be honest, I did not know that." <laughs> we we have two. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe that's why I missed right? it because I knew the Dreidel song and nothing else.
1: <laughs> I think there's like a couple other here, others like here and there, but like those are the two that people like definitely know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What does she say? She says. We have spending time with family and the giving spirit, which was corny, but kind of sweet yeah. that they, like, found commonalities. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could say that about a lot of holidays in general, right. but, you know.
1: I mean, and it's also especially ridiculous because, like, the the gift aspect of Hanukkah comes explicitly from the fact that basically, like, Jews wanted to get their kids gifts Mm -hmm. in america like when the christian kids (laughs) at their school were getting gifts like that's why hanukkah is a gift-giving holiday
0: yeah because of its proximity to christmas on the calendar yeah i mean because
1: and as i said like it's actually like a super minor holiday especially because like the really major holidays are all holidays that are biblical whereas Mm -hmm. hanukkah is post-biblical it's um like basically was like it's like you know they talk about the story but like that's the second century bce which as jewish holidays go is pretty late like yeah. i think it actually might be the like i mean I guess it's not like the like I guess it's not the latest but, like it's close to the latest um of jewish of like development of jewish holidays um and uh, like it's like the latest i feel like that's like a whole like thing that people sort of like pay attention to um and uh, it also like can you think
0: of one that's later? What can you think of one that's later?
1: I mean, so it's like uh, so you know so there's things like I, I it's like I'm trying to figure out like to what extent I would call them like holidays because there's like Yom Hashoah that's like Holocaust Remembrance Day but like that's not exactly like a holiday. Oh, okay. um, and then there's like there's the day that's commemorating the destruction of the temple. And I, and I can't remember, I think that might've been earlier because it's supposed to actually be the destruction of both temples was on the same day. Um, but I don't actually know for sure if it was actually like when they started like observing that as a day of mourning. Um, and then what was the other one that I was wondering about? Oh, and then there's just like, yeah. So I think those are the main things. And there's just like, there's like a tree holiday that like I'm trying to remember when somebody came up with that. Shubi uh, Shvat, like, I'm not, I can't remember how old that is exactly, but.
0: A tree holiday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like Jewish
1: Earth Day, basically. Okay. <laughs> Sounds nice. Yeah, but no, I think that one actually might be older than Hanukkah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think so a lot of the traditions around it are newer, but I think, like, the concept of the yeah. holiday is older than Hanukkah. Yeah and Hanukkah also like initially started out basically just as like a military festival supporting like like as uh, commemorating this victory because the Maccabees then became the Hasmoneans who were ruling Judea for um uh, like about a century after that and okay. then it got basically transformed like and then basically like a couple hundred years after that, the rabbis invented all of this stuff about the miracle to basically justify, like, let's still celebrate this holiday. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so like the history of Hanukkah, like it's, you know, it's it's not really that important. Um, and like most of its importance in Jewish culture comes entirely from its proximity to Christian to Christ to Christmas. Mm hmm. Yeah. so she the next day okay so Peter was supposed to come with so Peter just basically decided he like didn't care enough to come to her family's <laughs> party uh, because like Christmas now, isn't his thing
0: he, well yeah <clears throat> he yeah yeah no you're right because there's, there's two things yeah. there's her parents dinner and then there's the Event David's party. So he's not going to go to her parents' dinner because he feels awkward with her family. And it makes me wonder, like, how long they've been together and how much time he's spent with the family. And, like, if there's more there or if he's just going through some of that awkward... Initial hanging out with family stuff. And it's like the only way you get through that is just to spend more time with them. Right. And it
1: also to me makes it seem like my guess is that he was probably kind of a jerk when he met them and that like they seem to not like him because they don't because he sucks.
0: Yeah. They're like, "Mm, you kind of suck. And he's like, I don't like (laughs) you.
1: And it is also like, it's just such an obvious red flag that like if somebody's not going to put in the effort to be like polite basically once a year to your family.
0: Yeah, it was strange when it came up because she could have been like, oh, I'm sorry that you feel, like, awkward my- with my family. Like, d- do you think, like, something happened? Did they say something that offended you? Right. Like, Like, what- what's going on? And she's just like, oh, okay. And you get the feeling that she kind of, like doesn't like confrontation or conflict yeah. in any way so she just immediately is like all right, that's all right. <laughs> yeah
1: but yeah as i said like that's the, like a really obvious red flag to me if he won't like put in the effort to like hang out with her family i mean like assuming that it's not like some like i don't know like prejudice issue like obviously if it was like a like i don't know like racism or homophobia issue or something like that oh, then right, fair right. but like that's clearly not what the issue is
0: yeah, it's just like, oh, I don't really like your family that much. We can gel immediately. Yeah. So I'm just not going to try. They like Christmas and uh, I only like money. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> this is only defining characteristic. He likes to erg. Right. He was on that little erg machine earlier. Right. So and he likes, he likes sports tickets.
1: because he blows off oh, yeah. the party, the work party, because First, he says his boss invited him to, like, come with her to the big game of, I I don't know, Mm -hmm. basketball or something, I guess. Yeah. And then it turns out that, like, like, she goes to his house to, like, I don't know, say hi or bring him a present or something. And it turns out that the boss is actually out of town and then just, like, gave him the tickets to, like, go with his buddies
0: Yeah. and
1: uh, Supposedly, at least. And then she's like, oh, but I thought you couldn't come to the party because of work. And he was like, well, I couldn't. But also, I really want to go to the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It just felt like such a childish thing to say. Right. But I don't want (laughs) to. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's honest, but it's like, you can't actually say that. You can't just be honest and be like, I just don't want to. Mm. Like, either you have to lie and stick to the lie, or... You cave and you do the thing. Right. (laughs) But you can't just be like, I just don't want (laughs) to. (laughs) Right. It's very funny. But um, I don't know if she dumps him right there in that moment or not. But the next scene, we see her in this really pretty, like, purpley blue dress and white coat. And she goes over to Jonathan's place and she's like, you should come with me. And, like, obviously, they're getting really fond of each other. And they're both broken up so they're both free to be together but it does kind of feel like be my wingman jew please right yeah it's like a little
1: like okay it's like uh, i guess this actually did also however have the one part that i legit laughed at which is that jonathan tried to put up mistletoe and instead put up parsley uh-huh. <laughs> which i will say is ridiculous because as jews i can confidently assert the fact that we know the difference between mistletoe and parsley <laughs> and that if you were going to screw up, I feel like it would be, like, that you do, like, holly. Because, like, I don't 100% know how to tell the difference between, like, mistletoe and holly.
0: Holly and mistletoe. But yeah. I know it's, like, that or, sort of like, plant with he, berries. Yeah. And he, like... um he, like, put it in the middle of the living room. Right. And I, I would have thought that that would have been, like, the thing that's wrong. It's, like, actually, you're supposed to do it, like, an entryway. Right. Like, that's the place you put mistletoe. But, like, no. It's just parsley in the middle right. of, it's,
1: like, of the room. And it's also just, like, is a presumption also that, like, Jews don't know what parsley is? Because, like, <laughs> parsley is actually usually, like, on the, like, Passover or Seder plate. Like, we, we know what parsley is also. <laughs> uh,
0: that was funny. <laughs> And I I did my typical thing. Um, Every time I see a man on TV and he's wearing a suit or some nice clothing, but he hasn't shaven and he doesn't have a full beard, I just yell at him and say, what, you couldn't shave? You could put on a suit, but you can't shave? What's wrong with you? I
1: mean, to be fair, she does invite him to this party like 20 minutes before she needs to leave.
0: How long does it take to shave? I, I don't
1: know. I have never I have never had to shave my face. So, like, I can't say. <laughs> but, like, I do
0: get that, like... You've never that, been like, around a man while he's been shaving his face? It doesn't take that right. long. Right.
1: But, no, like, I, I do to some extent get that, especially because, like, you know, I feel like I would take longer... Like, I feel like I would, like, take a while if somebody, like, showed up and was, like, here, come with me to a formal party right now. Like...
0: Yeah. <laughs> um and <I'd> be like... <sighs> Do I have to? I don't want to. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't have a dress for and that. I'm not dating you, so I don't care if you get mad at me.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so he, like, finds a suit but does not shave. <laughs> and gets ready to go to this party.
0: I love that David has her company go. And I guess it's just her who's representing her company. No, her boss
1: is there, too, because her boss, oh, her boss tells her about the um, the the betrayal. Is, I feel like there's a word other than betrayal. Corporate espionage. I don't know. Some of each, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. So earlier, she has this wonderful idea about a congressperson action figure that comes with a comic book, and it's going to be educational toy. And we see Eric sneak behind her and take a picture of her (laughs) sketch of a man (laughs) in an 80s suit with, like, crazy glasses. (laughs) Or maybe it was, like, a stockbroker. I don't know. Who knows? But, like, he's like, ooh, this is a great idea. And it's like, really? (laughs) It's not that great an idea. No. And so he goes and he starts working for Toys and Tricks. Right. And I was like... Why would you make the bad guy named like Tricks in the right? title? <laughs> it's
1: like, oh, of course, that's the evil toy company.
0: <laughs> it's like, why would you put Tricks unless they do like practical gags? I assume they do, that's like... what it
1: is. As opposed to that, their business model is corporate espionage, where they steal <laughs> mediocre ideas from other toy companies and pass them off on there as their own. Maybe. <laughs> Um, oh, but we also right. learned that, like, David has, like, found that idea incredibly boring. So, in addition to the fact that, yeah. like, it has been, like, stolen and she obviously can't pitch the same idea, she also knows that he does not like the idea.
0: Right. So, she, so it's good that, in a way, that it happened because she's able to be like, oh, okay, I should do something else because yeah. this wouldn't have worked. Yeah. And, and he's right. It is a very boring idea. It is. Idea. Yeah, no, it's an awful <laughs> idea. Um... Because she's an expert,
1: he does ask her to light the candles and she like does that. And she, as I said, for the first time ever, weird. does the full blessing with <laughs> the song, the full two blessings with the song, which she has
0: never yeah, done before. She does, yeah, she does a great job. Yeah, she does it perfectly. Lovely moment. But if I were having a party and I was going to like give the honor of having someone like Menorah, I, I, it would be somebody important or right. it would be me. It would not be this random woman who's trying to sell me a toy. Also, like, like,
1: it would be somebody who I, like, I'll be honest, I would, like, not ask, like, a non-Jew to do that just because I would, like, feel like that was a weird thing to put somebody who was not Jewish on the spot to, like, make them do this, like, long blessing in Hebrew. Right. Like, my dad isn't Jewish. Like, I would never, like, ask him to do that.
0: Also, like, it's at his home, but it does feel weird to me that they're doing like anything religious if this is a work party. Like it's right. fine to have a menorah there and to have like signifiers of religion there, but it feels weird to do actually something religious at a work event. Yeah,
1: I I kind of get I don't know. Like, it does seem weird that it is like a work event. Like I've certainly been to like yeah. Hanukkah parties where like you like where like that would be normal that like you would like at the party, you yeah. would light the candles and say the blessings. But the fact that he is combining this with a work event seems like a weird choice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not the sort of thing where I'd be like, well, I'm offended. But I'd be like, oh, that's an interesting choice. Right. And watching this movie, I was like, I can't get a read on what this event is and who the people here are like yeah because <laughs> I don't know why she's the one doing this like there's a lot of just like strange
1: yeah and yeah because I guess also like I will say like you know if I went to like a work related holiday party at that time of year like I'd be chill if there was a Christmas tree but like Silent Night is like really like a like a pretty religious Christmas carol, and like I tend like I would feel a little weirded out if like they sang like that one as opposed to like one of the more neutral ones.
0: Yeah, like I, it'd be different workman. if it was like, like a CD was playing it, yeah. but if it was like everyone let's sing an explicitly Christian song, yeah. it'd be like I don't necessarily want to sing a explicitly Christian song. It'll work, yeah. A That's strange.
1: Um, Yeah, so there's, like, a slightly, like, odd dynamic, yeah, there. Um, There's also this, like, great, like, bit where it turns out, like, surprise, actually, like, his wife is Christian, and they also have a Christmas tree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Twist.
1: (laughs) She never needed to do this stuff at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Really takes the wind out of her sails for, like, a half a minute. Like, oh, damn it. Right. (laughs) But of course, she gets to meet Jonathan, and so yeah. it, it's all for the best. Yeah. and and Jonathan has an amazing idea for her. Yes, because she starts watching the kids play uh, with the dreidel, and I was like, is she going to try and reinvent that game? Because <laughs> Re- that seems insane. <laughs>
1: like we 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 we've got the dreidel down. I don't think we need like a new dreidel.
0: <laughs> what if it had more sides, <laughs> more options? <laughs> like what? Anyways, <laughs> but, like, he said that when he was a kid, he would always take dolls and play Maccabees and invaders or whatever. Yeah,
1: Maccabees versus Greeks.
0: Right. And uh, then she's like, aha, that's the plan. So she runs out to the car and she, like, finagles her... Um, prototype which doesn't have a head right
1: it's this weird like wooden like headless mannequin that like okay the, okay so first it's a weird wooden headless mannequin that has a suit on it and that's right. all and then she yeah. like somehow turns the suit into a toga which is not the same color as the suit and i'm a little confused as to how that happened
0: I'm assuming she just had like another piece of fabric lying around and she like made it naked and then she had this white piece of fabric and she's like tugging it around really quickly. Ah,
1: Okay, it's a turn. I'm also just imagining this woman in like a Chicago winter standing like in front of the trunk of her car and the freezing cold like
0: in a gown. Yeah.
1: In high heels. (laughs) Like I don't think she takes her coat.
0: It's so funny too because she's like. Uh, Jonathan wants everyone to sing together. And so then <laughs> he starts singing the song, and I'm like, man, you have got to slow down this song. She needs every minute. Could you make it stretch? Out? Right. <laughs> but,
1: like, there you know, are the verse he sings this. It.
0: Right. <laughs> Because uh, he he makes it normal and everyone loves it, yeah. and she sneaks back in and she has this new prototype. And I wrote down, it's still boring, but it panders to him. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> and he's, like, very excited. It's also funny because he's, like, oh, like, a Bible figurines line. Um, like, so it's the Maccabees mm-hmm. and the Greeks, but also apparently, like, they're going to do, like, Ruth and Esther and whatnot. So they're going to do a whole bunch of things. And I'm just sitting there snorting also, like, okay, so, like, but we're not doing, like, Jesus. Like, we're only doing, like, Hebrew Bible
0: Old Testament, I guess? Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. But, like... <laughs> It's so funny, too, because she's acting like, I mean, I don't know if there's, I've never heard of a Maccabees action figure, I'll be honest, I doubt it exists, Mm -hmm. so that is, you know. I'm sure there's, like, 12
1: people that would buy that.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But, like, the idea of, like, oh, Bible figurines, I'm like, I 100% know that you could walk into any lifetime, or what is it called, Lifeway Christian Mm -hmm. book bible right. bookstore place and get a, a puppet or a doll right like that's, <laughs> for each major story right
1: and that's the weird thing is like <laughs> who is the market for this like the market for this like probably honestly in terms of numbers has to mostly be like evangelical Christians I feel like yeah yeah um, and then like secondarily <laughs> Jews and I feel like the dynamic uh-huh. with that is like really weird in terms of like uh, even just that like there's vastly different ways in which like jews and christians interpret the bible
0: yeah but i mean if they were just dolls they wouldn't necessarily unless she did the whole comic book thing where like right
1: yeah because she's doing the comic book too
0: yeah propagate anything i I mean you could just do like a super simplified version of stuff but of course my mind because i'm weird (laughs) I'm, i'm just thinking about like children playing and Adults being like, "Oh no, no! You can't use the Delilah doll yet, or the like, Song of Solomon dolls. Right. So you have to wait until you're older to right. play with any of those."
1: The Delilah doll, it like strips really. It has like a, it has like a like stripper <laughs> outfit.
0: <laughs> the Song of Solomon dolls are all anatomically correct.
1: <laughs> this is how we make her breasts look like towers.
0: <laughs> or sometimes like goats Or jumping deer. It's a weird, it's a weird call. <laughs> and her teeth are sheep or something. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like kind of like actually like body horror deep down. What do you think what do you think? Yeah, it it really.
0: <laughs> I think one of my favorite verses is he's like extolling her beauty and he's like, every tooth has its match in her mouth or something. <laughs> Meaning she has all her teeth, which, you know, is alluring when someone has all their teeth. And I'm sure that was a very big problem back then, but it's really funny she's to like say. like such a low
1: bar. Like, she's got all of her teeth, you know, all of them. Oh, it actually kind of reminds me of... Um, there's like a, I think it's always it's always sunny in Philadelphia where Dee is like dating somebody and it's clear that she's like dating him for his money or something like that and oh, okay. she's trying to describe like and so everyone's like you're not actually attracted to him and she's trying to like pretend that she is and describe him to emphasize the things that are that she is attracted to and she's like he has all of his skin and most of his teeth <laughs> <laughs> and then someone goes like not all of them though she's like no no not quite all of them on the teeth. <laughs>
0: all of his skin (laughs) what a horrifying sentence (laughs) oh man uh anyways christy saves the day she's gonna come out with bible characters and maccabees and maybe some other key jewish people who aren't in the bible right and are later yeah who knows maybe
1: he gets the board uh, (laughs) to approve this at this party
0: Yeah, the board is
1: there. Like, which also it's like, why does things work? Like, why do things work this way? Like, I feel like if I were on the board (laughs) of his company and he was like, hey, come to my holiday party. And then they were like, surprise, I know you've been drinking for the last two hours. But like, here's a like impromptu board meeting.
0: And then as the person on the board, he'd be like, oh, okay. could I see some figures on interest in the the Bible and and, and key demographics? And it's like, oh, we don't have that. Mm -hmm oh she just came up with this five minutes ago <laughs> oh, you don't have any data no <laughs> and you want me to just like go with it <laughs> right sure let's let's roll it out yeah he's
1: just like for... i'm gonna do this and they're all like oh, sure can we like please get back to the food
0: i know and then i love how they like try to push it out for passover and i'm like are the Maccabees important for Passover? No! they weren't around, right? They have nothing right? to like, do with Passover. hundreds of years before that story is the story of coming out of Egypt. So, like, how is this, like, useful? Right. I
1: mean, I guess, like, you know, you could have, like, a Moses for Passover. Like, you could have, like, Moses right. and Aaron and Miriam for Passover. Moses,
0: Miriam. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Different people. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's so weird. And Definitely so then... There's also this bit, so Jonathan says, like, oh, I can't wait to tell you, to, like, teach you all about Passover.
0: And then I was like, that you could actually teach about, because there's a lot that goes into Passover. Like, yes. a cedar meal has a lot that goes into it about, like, the order in which you do things. yeah, And which things you have on the table, and where people sit, and then, like, why is this night different than other nights? Like, there's a yeah. lot that goes on. there's way like, more to <laughs> actually This could actually be... Yeah, you could learn things.
1: Right. But so then it's just, okay, so then she's like, oh, I hear it's like you said that's in April. Is not anything like Easter? To which I immediately as like, oh, that is a can of worms they should not open for a lifetime movie, given that like, <laughs> East, like Hanukkah and Christmas are not actually related. Easter and Passover actually are, because like Jesus was yeah. crucified during Passover, and right. like Also Easter historically was like the big time where you like read that story and then we're like, oh, right. We all think the Jews killed Jesus. Let's go kill some Jews. (laughs) So like maybe not feel good romantic movie material.
0: (laughs) Well, I think it'd be fine because it'd be like Easter is actually all about chocolate and bunnies and about, yeah. Spending time with family Mm -hmm. and you know, there's some, uh, there's actually no secular Easter songs, I don't think. Oh, Easter Parade. Okay. They would just watch Judy Garland's movie, and that would be the end. Right, and I feel like that would be
1: an even weirder dynamic with this movie, is that she would be like, Easter's like cho- about like chocolate eggs and bunnies, and then he would be like, okay, here is the, like, like in-, and then he'd be like, okay, here is a Seder. This is how a Seder works. A Seder is longer than a Lifetime movie. Like... Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I think they were like trying to promise like a sequel and I I mean if they if they do it, I'm gonna watch I it. would be fascinated.
1: <laughs> I really look forward to the movie where he has like a ton of like explanation of like weird stuff in Hebrew and like just even like like the ten plagues is like a weird thing that I feel like so for the ten plagues, you are supposed to um in, like, recognition of, like, the Egyptian blood spilled, you're supposed to dip your finger into your wine glass and take out a drop of wine for each plague while, like, chanting the names of them in Hebrew.
0: Oh. I could see, like, if I were sitting, like, and I was a part of the meal, yeah. like, this would not creep me out. But if I was, like, in another room and I walked in <laughs> and I saw that, I'd be like, what the fuck's happening?
1: Right, name? and, like, it's, you know, I... <laughs> You know, and it's just like it's a tradition that I feel like would like show up as being very weird in this like lifetime movie where somebody's cousin is like, Wow, Passover is so random.
0: Passover is <laughs> <laughs> like the least random thing. Right? Because like everything has a meaning. Yeah. <laughs> but I could see like it is like kind of a downer for a lifetime Right. Movie, though. <laughs> Like, it's, like, yay, out of Egypt, but it's also, like, a lot of plagues and, and death.
1: Right. <laughs> so. And as I said, like, the dynamic of, like, the fact that they are at the same time of year in the, with those two holidays is, like, not actually accidental. Like, as I said, like, that's a whole can of worms that, like, maybe they should not open in a Lifetime movie, so. Yeah.
0: Are there other, because, like, the ho- Jewish holidays, like, shift around depending on the calendar right like they're not the same every year yeah
1: well so okay so hebrew the hebrew calendar is a lunar calendar so it's not the exact same date in our calendar every year but in judaism they tend to care about the seasonal connections for the holidays and so basically they like created like uh like there are leap years where you basically get an extra month added and that like oh. equalizes things, such that like Passover isn't always the exact same date, but it's basically always in like sometime in March or April. Oh, okay. Yeah, and like Hanukkah is I'm always like, like basically in December. Like sometimes it'll like one mm-hmm. year one year it coincided with Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah, but like it's basically would be like late November to early January. Like you would have Hanukkah. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to think of like, what other holiday pairings they could have
1: right what else is like at what what are the other christian holidays
0: i mean those are the big two right
1: like yeah like that that's actually my problem i'm like what holidays do christians actually care about because we have a lot of holidays because
0: because like catholics have extras right but like as a protestant i can't say i know a lot about that right
1: back to school in rosh hashanah um
0: (laughs) (laughs) Purim is in October-ish? No, Purim's
1: usually around uh, around February or March.
0: February or March. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, you can't line that up with Halloween. No.
1: Because <laughs> Purim also is a fun, like Purim would be a fun holiday though for a Lifetime movie because Purim's a holiday where you're actually legally supposed to get drunk as part of your <laughs> celebration. You're supposed to get so drunk that you don't know the difference between the good guy and the bad guy in the Purim story.
0: I can not get down with yeah. that. Great holiday.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise but it's like Halloween February... that you dress up, but they're not at the same time right, of year. Right.
0: Right. So if it's February, March, then it's either Saint Patrick's Day, which is a Catholic holiday. True. There you go. Yeah. Those two get matched Gosh. up. And they're both way about drinking. True. So there you go.
1: They have the commonelling and Saint Patrick's Day <laughs> like drunken <in> festivities.
0: <laughs> so yeah. I think I th- I, th- I think those are it. Then there's the one with the tents and the reading books. What's that one?
1: Yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's Sukkot um, where you're supposed to like hang out in the tents um, in recognition of like the tents that you hung out in in wandering through the desert. And then the last day of Sukkot is also the day when you. Like finish and restart the cycle of reading all of the Bible out loud, like reading all of the Torah, the Five Books of Moses, out loud. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and when when does that usually happen in the year?
1: And that's usually so it's like right after like so. Rosh, there's Rosh Hashanah, and then Yom Kippur is like ten days after Rosh Hashanah, and then Sukkot is. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember exactly how many days, but it's like very soon after Yom Kippur
0: okay so that would be what september so
1: all like so those would all be sometime in the september october range yeah
0: okay uh there's pentecost i'm trying to remember when pentecost happens <laughs> 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 i think it happens like another 40 days after easter yeah it's so like pen- ash wednesday then lent then easter then pentecost yeah so i don't know what would line up with Pentecost but and I guess Shavuot Oj, which a spoiler is like the for other Pentecost, like, no one cares about Pentecost
1: yeah I mean it, like Pentecost is probably usually around the same time as uh, Shavuot which like is is the one like you're that's the one where you're supposed to like stay up late and study because it's like celebrating the giving of the Torah um, and also I think you eat cheese but I don't remember why <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's totally random Sarah <laughs> that one might actually <laughs> like, be she is like that's so weird <laughs> Um, but yeah yeah no one does anything for Pentecost unless you have like flag dancers in your church maybe they they have a number that weekend right or you have the old people in the choir singing Pentecostal fire is burning <laughs> So, yeah, that's what we do in Pentecost. Yeah, kind of we can do that and eat cheese. <laughs> and eat cheese. There you go. I don't know if there's really any commonality between those two yeah, things. Yeah,
1: probably not.
0: I mean, from a theological perspective, you could say the, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit and the pouring out of God's word are similar. right? Because God's communicating with his people or whatever. I think
1: that's too much theology for a Lifetime movie. That's way, way too much <laughs> theology. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, yeah. Well, I think I think we did it. I think it's just going to be St. Patrick's Day and Easter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, I, I I would definitely watch the St. Patrick's Day Pura movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that one sounds like the most fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, have we finished this movie yet? Basically, she yeah. gets the account. She decides she likes Jonathan. Jonathan decides he likes her. They kiss
1: under the mistletoe because they have, like, real, real mistletoe, mistletoe and not parsley at this party.
0: <laughs> in, the, in the Christmas <laughs> room. It, at, a, at a friggin' work event party, yes! you have friggin' mistletoe up? That's, like, sexual harassment. You can't right. do that. It's also this weird, what like, because at some
1: point he's like, oh, your boyfriend's, like, great with kids because he's, like, playing with some kids. And at first she's yeah. like, oh, he's not. And then she's Vila. And then she's like, yes, he is, isn't he? And it's like, okay, you are like, and it just feels like she's like, okay, are you just like pretending that this Jew is your boyfriend so that like this other <laughs> Jewish guy will like give you this, will like give you the account?
0: It kind of felt more like, I could explain to you, but I don't care what you think. I'm not going to talk to you very much anyway. Slash, it's like, fine.
1: she cannot explain their relationship without, like, outing herself.
0: <laughs> so I have this friend, and she has a daughter, and the daughter goes to school, and he's her teacher. And I like to hang out with... All of the teachers of my friend's children. (laughs) It's a thing I always do.
1: (laughs) Right, because she can't say, like, we met because he was teaching me about Hanukkah because, like, that would, like, ruin her whole story. She's an (laughs) expert.
0: I wonder if that's going to come up in the next, like, installment, if there was a next installment. Right. Like, she has to continue to fake, like, (laughs) an abiding love of Judaism or something.
1: Well, (laughs) because also the fact that they're dating, I bet that then because or that like he like David assumes that the two of them are dating I bet he then is like oh okay that's why this like blonde Christian girl knows something about Hanukkahs because she's like dating this Jewish guy like that's nice I guess
0: right right right. um (laughs) other than like she's trying to trick me
1: (laughs) right yeah and so I feel like if he then found out that like oh you just got together like this
0: past Christmas hmm (laughs) that's strange (laughs) it's interesting and that's uh, that's the end of the movie. I think I don't know. I don't think there's anything else. No, that's yeah, that's the whole movie. <laughs> uh, so uh, we can um, rate the movie. That's the word I was looking for. I only do this every time I do one of these shows. <laughs> uh, uh, one to five lakhs and one to five stars. Yes. So, lackas are going to be for mockability. Mm-hmm. How much did you laugh at this movie? Stars are for actual quality.
1: So, uh, I would actually give it pretty high for mockability. Uh, although I might feel like I might especially have that appreciation, like you know, because I'm Jewish and like I never get like lifetime movies that have Jewish stuff in them. But like I would give it like mm-hmm. a a solid like four for mockability.
0: And how about quality?
1: Oh, like maybe a one and a half.
0: Wow! Harsh critique. Like
1: this movie definitely like has its moments where I'm like, like this is like low key offensive.
0: (laughs) So there's the moment where David only cares about the numbers. Yes, and then the fact that Jonathan's an idiot when it comes to Christianity, in spite of the fact that he lives in America. It's mostly that, I guess. what 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 else kind of like seems like really guys what are you doing
1: it's mostly that like it's mostly just the fact that like why doesn't he know anything about christmas like even though i cracked up at the parsley it's like this is ridiculous this makes no sense like why do you think this adult man has never heard of parsley like that's not even a religious thing
0: no it would make more sense i mean we've already covered in some of the ways they could have made this more make more sense but even if it was just like she was very like over the top and loved Christmas and she was like let me tell you about Christmas and he was constantly like I, I know about Christmas. <laughs> right? And she's like, but no, let me explain about fruitcake. And he's like, I, I know what fruitcake is. I, I, I'm i fine. Like, right. I get it. And she's just like, but no, like, you're a Jew. You couldn't possibly understand. And he's like, I really, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> and then it's also like, Heather, like, their relationship, like, ultimately ends. But, like, it's not apparently because of the fact that she's, like, constantly being, like, really disrespectful about his religion and culture. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's just, like, fine, apparently.
0: Yeah. That's sad and disappointing. Yeah. Like,
1: and he never calls her out on that. It's, like, very weird.
0: Yeah. It is weird, though, because I have definitely... I'm not thinking of anyone in particular, but I have definitely been around people who have been, like, Oh, no, no, it's okay that I said this slightly or majorly offensive thing. My boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, is blank right? so I get a pass <laughs> and it's like I don't know that you do get a pass but right. she's definitely one of those people yeah
1: exactly like and so yeah and so there's like that but like he's apparently like fine with that dynamic and it's like eh, I feel like he shouldn't be um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I guess it, I guess it's just those things mostly that are like low-key offensive yeah. well, and also even the like That, like, for David, she then, like, is going to, like, pitch the, like, the Bible thing because also, like, being, like, the fact that he's Jewish is the only thing she knows about him. And so he must, like, Bible stuff.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's, it shows, her whole character is, like, this, like type A personality and she cannot fail but she doesn't do like hardly any research into like what specifically she should be pitching him like when is this going to market? Yeah. Who is it being sold to? Do they want an educational toy Mm -hmm. or do they want just like a fun toy? Should it be a game? Should it be an action figure? Like she has no idea what she's doing the entire time and it's completely bonkers that she's meant to be this person who like takes her job very seriously and she. Is not taking it seriously. Right. She
1: does not seem like she's good at her job. He also, by the way, at some point says that teaching her is the most inspiring, like, teaching experience he's ever had. And I'm like, really?
0: I miss that.
1: <laughs> like you have like more inspiring than all of the like actual children that it's your job to teach is like teaching like this woman that you want to sleep with about Kanika. Like <laughs>
0: so strange because like he teaches history too which like in and of itself is kind of like an inspirational kind of a thing to like yeah to kids like critical thinking Mm -hmm. and reading skills and like telling them about like if he does american history then like telling them kind of about their history as they are americans that he's teaching like there's a lot that could be really fulfilling for that for him in that space but he apparently does not seem to care right in comparison to
1: this like i find teaching (laughs) it like i find i i teach history i find teaching history overall like exciting and inspiring and like i find like teaching my actual students much more rewarding than like sitting down and explaining to some random christian the basics of how my ho- of how my <laughs> holidays work
0: okay now i feel attacked <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing at
1: all nothing at all like but, you know, but like this was very fun but i'm not sure i would call it like an inspiring, <laughs> inspiring. moment that made me feel yeah. my worth as a teacher <laughs>
0: You're not going to, like, write this down in your CV or your resume right. and be like, I told Megan Tripp about a lot of different holidays <laughs> on a podcast. It's amazing. <laughs> and I will never be the same.
1: Like, I'm perfectly happy to explain Jewish holidays to Christians. <laughs> but, like, as I said, it's not like, wow, this is not why inspiring. I became a
0: teacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I will say this. This conceit of a movie is so <laughs> crazy <laughs> that it's really hard to give it a low score, even though it didn't quite, it wasn't as awful as it could have been. I think, like, hearing about the concept of the movie, you're just, like, kind of, like, tense. Like, my whole body just was like, ooh! Um, but, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would I would have to give it, like, three and a half uh, lockers or whatever I said it was. Because... It, yeah, it just, it, it's so important to him. Yeah. And yet we don't know why. Right. Like, we don't even really see him with his family. We see her with her family. We meet the grandmother. We see him with his grandmother. But he's, he's not
1: doing but anything for Hanukkah with his grandmother. No.
0: And, like, it doesn't seem like, like, even if he had just been saying, like, oh, some of my family's going to be in town and I'm so excited to see them. Right. But I don't get to see them a lot. But it doesn't even seem like his family cares. Like, maybe he's the only one in his family who cares about Hanukkah. I don't My know.
1: grandmother at least seems like she does. And she, like, yeah. lives there. Yeah, And it's like, wait, I'm sorry. So instead of spending, like, one night of Hanukkah with your grandmother, you're spending all of them, like, FaceTiming with this random woman? <laughs>
0: <laughs> but Hanukkah's so important to him, and yet it doesn't seem actually important. Right. To him. Like, it's performatively <laughs> important to him, but, like, not in a way where he seems to be spending a lot of time with his family. Right.
1: And it's yeah. like, what is happening? Yeah, like, his his Hanukkah experience is, like, weirdly, like, underdeveloped related to her Christmas experience. Yeah. And it almost seemed like it's, like, it, okay, like, we know right. how to show that a person's really into Christmas, but how do we show that a person's really into Hanukkah? Yeah. Other than, like, that he, like, finds this mystery Hanukkah restaurant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is so much eating and, and making of the lakas and the jelly donuts. She makes jelly donuts? We what? never see her try to make jelly donuts. Yeah. She makes like lakkas three different times. Yeah. And they're always enormous. And there's always like four of them. Right. And she doesn't seem to share them with anyone. So she's eating four lakkas. Right. These weird fat lakkas like she's <laughs> eating alone.
1: Yeah. Cause they like they are gigantic. Like four normal latkes would be a reasonable amount of food.
0: <laughs> just it it was so bizarre to me watching her just like <laughs> shove all this potato in her face. I was just like, what are you doing? Anyways. And there's also
1: this whole thing where, like, she tries to give her shitty boyfriend latkes. And he's like, no, it's not really my thing. And it's, like, so rude. If
0: someone makes you food, a, that, at least. But
1: also, like, yeah, it's basically a french fry. Like, come on.
0: I think because he's, like, a health nut or whatever. Right. So he can't eat fried foods. I guess. Like, she shouldn't eat sugar. And he likes to work out.
1: But then they, like, order, I like, Chinese know. takeout. Yeah, like, that's it's not, not a like like, food. I got us like,
0: some salads yeah. and some whatever. I mean, he does talk about keto. I don't know. He's all over the and, board. Like, they got he's, like burgers, super healthy, like, except when he's not. They got burgers?
1: The, yeah, she, when he comes to her house and brings her the wrong coffee, he also brings burgers.
0: Oh, I thought he brought Chinese.
1: No, that time he brings burgers. And then when he refuses to eat the because he made, which is a different time he's over at her house, then he like suggest they order Chinese.
0: (laughs) I don't know. He I I don't know. But like neither of these are the healthiest like He's sitting around eating like salads with
1: like with like boiled chicken
0: breasts. Like Right. I just I don't know. Anyways, this movie's weird. Uh so uh three nonsense and then in terms of quality, I'll give it two okay. because it is it is nonsensical. Yes. But I do think that the actors are both very charming, and I think they do have chemistry together. And I think given a better script that isn't so hell-bent on... Uh, like, if it was just, like, a bit of color, she's super into Christmas, right. he's super into Hanukkah, but the story is about like them meeting some other way then I'd be totally fine with it but because it's so like concerned about like teaching us about Christmas or teaching us about Hanukkah it just feels like really what's the word I'm looking for contrived yeah
1: (laughs) it's also I mean like a lot about this movie is contrived like both of them are in these relationships about which nothing makes sense No, Like, this guy who clearly, like, wants a big family and loves children is, like, in this relationship with somebody who, like, refuses, who's, like, does not want kids at all. And, you know, nothing against her for not wanting kids. But, like, that seems like a really obvious mismatch. And that he's just immediately, like, eh, I guess it's fine. I guess I just, like, won't have kids for this woman that I've, what, been dating for, like, a year? Like, that just seemed weird to me.
0: Yeah, it I don't know. It would almost make more sense if he was like, I didn't think I wanted kids, but now I feel that I definitely do want kids and she's never wanted kids and she's not going to come around to my position. Right. And And that's not even why they break up. She just
1: basically is like, I'm not that into you.
0: Right. (laughs) And it's like. There's no reason for them to be in relationships. Right. Like, they could just be two single people who aren't dating, but have this weird agreement to, like, teach each other stuff. Right. And then, like, they end up falling for each other. Right. Like, the
1: relationships and breakups uh, seem, like, they seem like they're filler.
0: basically. Basically. There just has to be a reason that they can't be together immediately. Right. And it's like. They've only just met. The reason right, can't, that they're not yeah. together is because they don't know each yeah, other. Yeah, can't
1: the reason be that, like, most people don't necessarily start dating somebody literally an hour after they meet them? Like, I, I think that's a perfectly yeah. adequate reason. I think the whole movie takes place over the course of eight days, basically. Because it's yes. the first night of Hanukkah, and then it's the last night of Hanukkah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't even know that Hanukkah is eight days and I was like really girl how do you not know that right like I'm an idiot and I know that and again it's also like you
1: know I you know I know plenty of Christians don't know a ton about Hanukkah which is fine Mm -hmm. but I feel like she all like as you were like I feel like she knows oddly little for like somebody who lives in a major metropolitan area with a substantial Jewish community like has she really never met a Jew before
0: (laughs) She seems to think she only knows one Jew whom she hates for no apparent reason. (laughs) We should circle back to that movie. What happened there? Oh boy. Although
1: does she hate her? Does she hate the cousin that the Jewish woman's married to? I don't remember.
0: I'm not sure. It could be.
1: (laughs) So yeah. So it's like one Jew in the family, but they don't get along. And otherwise she's like never met a Jew. (laughs) To, like, such an extent that it doesn't even, like, occur to her that somebody with the most stereotypically Jewish name you could possibly find might be Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just just so weird.
0: (laughs) There's a lot about this movie that's weird. Right. Like,
1: her level of knowledge, I feel like it makes sense if she was from, like, I don't know, rural Alabama. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah, like, everyone she's ever met is a part of, like, one of two types of Christian churches. Right. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not the case. So it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> why Why don't you know an- anything at all? Yeah. <sighs> so that is whatever this movie was called, Mistletoe and Menorahs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Sarah, could you tell the good people where they can find you?
1: Yes. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Sarah If Decker. And if you want to listen to me lecture more about <laughs> other things, you can also find me on my podcast at Media Evil, uh, which is on Twitter at Media Evil Pod, where I talk about medieval movies and why they're wrong, since my specific day job in teaching is that I am a medieval historian.
0: And that's the word media and then E-V-A-L. Yes, yes.
1: M-E-D-I-A dash E-V-A-L.
0: Cool, cool. Um, I want to give a shout out to Mike Bastios who composed the theme music. Um, and I want to tell you all that you can follow the show at NABM Podcast on Twitter. And you can tell your non-podcast listening friends to go to notanotherbadmoviepodcast.libson.com. You can tell your podcast listening friends to go to all the usual spots. You can throw me a dime by going to patreon.com and searching for the show. Or you can email me at notanotherbadmoviepodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Tell your friends about the show, please. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be my Christmas in July present. <laughs> uh, I think. I think that's all the thanks I think we did I it. think so
1: thank you for having me on to uh, as I said having your resident Jew to talk about Christmas in July
0: <laughs> it does seem to be the thing I do <laughs> in my panicky oh my god I forgot to schedule someone way it always seems to be you
1: and I'm very free in July so
0: <laughs> so it works out perfectly. exactly <laughs> thank you so much for being on yeah thank you for having me And I will see you all in August. Bye. Bye.